we're back with starting a startup, and I am very glad to be back. I know it's been a little while. Uh, I'm your host, Jordan. I've uh, been getting th- a lot of things moving along, and sorry, it's been crazy busy, crazy hectic, which I'm sure it probably has been for you too, but that's no excuse. Guys, today I wanted to talk a little bit about the things that happened before I opened up, I started this business. And, you know, this project, uh, getting, this, getting this up and operational, it really goes back about a decade. About a decade ago, I was working with one of my friends named Connor. Now, Connor has is probably one of the most fun people you will ever meet. Just outgoing, extremely energetic, and he has these great ideas. And we always had fun joking around, and we had, we were gearheads about. We we had the idea we could probably make a business out of this. Now, Connor at that time was the the one of the most business business savvy people I have ever met, and. When we started talking about this stuff, it became like, yeah, this is a dream of ours someday. That was step one. We identified what our goal and what our dream was going to be. And once we started working our ways through this, you know, we got go-karts and we screwed around and had some fun. And had, and seriously, it was at that time, it was more of just a hobby, which I think a lot of people listening to this podcast probably thought. They started doing a job that they, you know, just paid the bills and it suddenly they really enjoyed it. And it became what they want to do for a living or they want to improve something or they found an, an opportunity and, and they like chasing dreams or discovering new things or coming up with new ideas or building things. And all these things are, you know, they're parts of building a business and it's the the initial goal is kind of what sets you there it's it's that you know i found that i really enjoy this therefore i want to make this better or something that i do forever or something that i do for myself um but you know no these goals when we were going through and we were racing out at my parents property and just kind of having fun with it it became a little bit more and more realistic and we were gaining experience every day although we never thought once in, in a minute we were doing this for work so fast forward uh, multiple years, you know, we start to have where we do these outings and these big events and all these things where we get hundreds of people to come to them. And we realize that it's actually not that hard to put forth an event like that. Um, just takes a lot of effort. So we went, we, we started getting really comfortable with that and we got really good. We started winning, winning awards and recognition from the companies that we were working for for this stuff. And it's, it, it was applicable to this business. So yet again, more experience related to this business. So we end up uh, building a go-kart track, get some go-karts, have some fun. We're just having some friends over. And all of a sudden, we start hosting those big events with a large amount of friends and tying in go-karts and things like that. And the progressive steps were all there. We could see this. But at this time, I don't think Connor or I actually thought that we were going to be actually starting something up in the near future. He may have. He's a lot smarter than I am. But as, as this progressed, we both went our separate ways and started gaining experiences in other industries. And really, the dream at the time died. We still talked about it every once in a while when we chatted, but it was never really this thing that we thought was going to achieve. And some opportunities started to arise to come back together. We started hanging out with each other and really had a much more uh, stronger conversation because, I mean, quite honestly, when we first did this, we were in our 20s and uh, we we didn't have the acumen that a lot of you that might be listening to this that are in your 20s may have. We were still pretty immature and had a long ways to go. And we got to that point within a few years of the experience that we that we did. And we started talking very serious about it. And I'll never forget the day Connor called me up and said, hey, I found a perfect location that could open a go-kart track. And I just kind of wanted to go see it. I hadn't really thought much of it. And I guess I still thought of it as unrealistic that we could that, that it was unattainable. So we go to this this place, and it's right next door to a Best Buy, and I, we look at it, and we dreamed a little bit. And gr- Connor grabs his phone, and he goes to call these people. 
the landlords. And I was, I can't, re- I remember how overwhelmed I felt like, holy crap, I can't do this. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not good enough for this. And, and I had all this negative talk that really, if you, once you, once you really hear more and more of this, you'll probably find there's not a lot of that in my brain. And Connor asked some questions about it and started telling, they started talking to us about the lease and we realized it wasn't that hard to figure out. Granted, this lease was ridiculous. Nobody would have ever went after this, but it got us to realize that maybe this isn't as difficult as it seems. So I remember going to my family and talking to them about wanting to open this facility, my wife, my parents, and man, I, I was shut down. Just, we do not support it. That's a bad idea. You know, you should, you should get a job. You should do, or, you know, keep your job, focus on what you're good at. You're succeeding, you're growing, you know, you're getting, you have a great life. Be appreciative of what you have. And honestly, I listened to that and it shut me down. But I always knew that what I really wanted to do was get this go-kart track open. Now, at this point, guys, there's no, no, no idea about combat karting. But as I was asking people around me about this stuff, I mean, that, that shut me down. And I didn't. I didn't chase it. You know, we kind of stepped away from it. And, but it made me realize that I wanted my own business and I was ready to start. So what I was good at and where I came from an industry of was automotive repair. I started as a technician. I've got degrees with that. I'm also, you know, the company I've worked for has taught me a ton to be good with business. So as I grew and developed, I realized I, I'll open up my own automotive repair facility. I'm going to make so much damn money. I'm, and I called it fuck you money. I'm going to make so much fuck you money that I can just go throw it down on a go-kart track and still have my dream. It's just going to take me longer to get there. That was determination. That was step two. I had my goal identified, and now I was determined to achieve it, no matter what steps it was going to take, even if it meant working 10 years in something that I really didn't love. So as this progressed, I start opening my business. I'm going through these legal startups, which I'm sure you've experienced, or if you're not, get, buckle in. You're going to have some fun here. But you know the, the law to it, the, the, uh, the taxes, the, uh, the accounts, and you know, you're, you're going to find that that business, it's like a tree. I mean, like when you first plant a tree, let's just say I'm, we're here in Michigan. We plant a little tree, a little sapling. That thing is going to, the roots are only going to get about a foot or a foot and a half down on the ground and the tree's not going to get above snow. It's entire first year of its life. It's completely surrounded with frozen ground and snow. The likelihood of that thing living and surviving through that is extremely low because it's literally just being frozen. You know, it's, it is surrounded. It's touched. Every component of it is touching ice when the snow comes. You know, in the air, at least it has some ability to, you know, get get sun and warm up. And, you know, in the ground, when they go deep, it actually has the ability, you know, those to to reach uh, away from frigid frosted temperatures, those things that will absolutely kill it. Now, when uh, there's these other giant trees out here that, you know, their roots go 40, 50 feet deep and they, they only have the first, you know, two feet of their trunk actually exposed to the snow they have a lot more likelihood of living and surviving and getting the nutrients they need. It's businesses is just like that. Right when you start off, you're that little sapling. You are completely surrounded by frigid, cold people not willing to help you, not willing to lend a hand, and your roots are not able to reach out to the nutrients. But the more and more you grow, the deeper those roots get. If you can survive these hard times, your roots get deeper, your trunk gets taller, and you get out of that frigid, cold, that that touching of the snow physically touching you and the roots not very deep in, in the ground getting the nutrients so and those those nutrients for the for our business or for your business those nutrients are 
bank lending and uh, you know people insurance companies listening to you or vendors giving you good good rates and good good uh, terms um, you know those are all things that you're not gonna be able to reach that easily they're gonna be very few that are actually gonna be there to help you and that's that's when I say nutrients that for a business and nutrients for a tree I mean they're they're the exact same thing it's really the foundation that helps grow that business it was just you know that that analogy got me to realize that you know I was just gonna spend a lot more time in that sapling stage to get here. And I was prepared for that. So I went after starting my own business, got it up in operational, got a partner in with it. And we went, went to go. And I mean, honestly, we started working and we did great. We bought property. We paid off all of our bills. We'd actually made a profit with our first six months we were in business and, um, and actually a pretty healthy profit. And we were just doing this on the evenings, weekends and doing it where we could just to help people. But word sped, spread really quick about what we were doing and how well we were doing it. Well, in that process, I started developing a technology that was kind of an electronic sensor technology that I was just playing with as for fun. And trying to put it together and talking with people and I, I built, you know, they told me about Raspberry Pis where I could put technology, you know, different hardware into that as a processor and display different things. And I started messing with that to try to see if this technology I wanted to build really meant something. And I was doing it for a hobby, but all of a sudden it became realistic that it was possible for a business. So I went through all these manufacturing bids and these quotes and talking with engineers and prototyping and finding, going to patent schools and filing for a patent. And all this happened within a six-month span. And at the end of the six months, I had come to the realization that what I was building was really not – it, it was pretty much already out there. You know, there was a modification to it, but I – it would have taken everything I had to get it moving and hundreds of thousands of dollars to get it into production. And I wasn't that confident in it. And I remember I was meeting with lunch with one of my good friends and he, we were talking about what to do with this. And I had brought him, he, he knows the market with this. I'd, I had shown him the product and he wanted to co-develop it with me, which this guy puts me to shame with his work ethic and his drive. I mean, he's, if I, I, I would be lucky to have him for a partner in anything I do for any business. And, you know, he, he, he wanted to drive and be the distribution for this. And we were both really excited about it. We had both put money into it. And we were, I remember we went to breakfast with a friend and we were talking about, we were all just kind of stressed out and burnt out. And we were walking out to the parking lot and he stopped me and says, what do you want to do with this? And I said, man, I just, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. I don't want to go after this technology solution in this the transportation industry. I mean, I know it could be huge, but... I don't want to. And I, and he goes, well, what do you want to do with it? And I said, I just want to open a fucking go-kart track, dude. That's what I would love. That's what I would never feel like I work a day in my life again doing. And he looked at me and said, well, then abandon this tire pressure project. Let's be done with it. Because until you feel like that about this, we can't do it. And that hit me so hard. I realized that I was going after it no matter what way I could, but what I really needed to do was go after my go-kart track. That was what I really cared about. And the steps that I was taking, I was just looking for any shortcut to get to that. And that, that tire or the tire pressure mounting system that we were doing, it was, it, 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 we saw it as a possibility of something that we could make a lot of money on. And that was it. And you should not be starting a business just for the sake of just uh, of making money. Cause you don't, won't do well. I mean, I think everybody will tell you that, but so I came home and I remember I was talking to my wife about it and I told her that 
you know, I just kind of broke down to her about how I needed to be focused on this. And I remember her looking at me and saying, Jordan, when did I ever tell you I didn't support you opening your own business? I said, no, not that. I want to open a go-kart track. And she looked at me and told me, in the last three years since we talked about this left last, you have changed and experienced so much to prepare you for this. I absolutely support us doing this. Whatever we have to do, there's no doubt in my mind you'll be successful, which just changed everything. And I remember about a week later, I went to my parents. I was talking to them about it, and they had offered to invest in the automotive repair business. And I went there, and I explained to them what I was trying to do, and I brought a bunch of information. And they believed in me. They, they actually invested in the business a very substantial amount of money. So the two people that had been completely against me, the naysayers originally, had watched me gain the experience prepared to be my supporters. And honestly, I think that's what every naysayer is. They're going to be naysayers because they're, they're honestly, they're criticizing you. And you should listen to them, but not take it to heart. You know, just listen to what they have to say and truly ask yourself, is there some truth to it? But at the end of the day, don't let that dictate your solution. Because really, if I'm looking at it right now, I built a business. I gained all that experience. I did all that stuff while working for another company and now have a huge project like this that I've got developed with a massive amount of support. I should have started this three years ago. I shouldn't have waited. I shouldn't have listened to people naysaying me and not, and, and be, not being behind me because all that time I would have been spending on the actual focus that would have mattered. I had the dream. I had the willingness and the drive and the, the determination to make it succeed. It was going to succeed. I just waited way too long. It was no different than me opening my automotive repair facility to make enough fuck you money to open it. I was just waiting until everybody said, yeah, now's a good time. Well, what I should have done is actually gotten a team. When those naysayers said, this is not something that you should have there or that you can do. I don't support this. I should have asked why and learned to understand it and not just taking it to heart because I would have realized that the team that I have right now is the best freaking team that if I had to walk to any of these people with that team, then it would have been a completely different change of tone. And three years later, I, I would be much further than I am right now, but I needed those those people to support me personally. And that was just who I was. And honestly, it's still getting me to my goal. But if you want to speed up your process, just start and just go. Whatever it is you want to do right now, find your team, find your goal. Because I'll tell you right now, you will never achieve what you're actually capable of achieving. And I'll tell you exactly why that is. It's because you will never set goals high enough. The more and more you go through this, you're going to realize that you know, you're not, it's not some special person. You know, it's, I keep checking myself actually, you know, yesterday, this is a great example. We have like 25 contractors coming into bidding and I'm trying to get people together. And the, you know, we have a construction management company that's actually putting the file, the file, the total bid together for us. So he was kind of directing everybody where to go. And I was trying to help out, but we had some confusion at what door to meet at, at the, at the building. And one was locked, couldn't be open. So we had to keep running around to get people through the right door in the beginning. And about 10 minutes after we were done, I, I, I remember I was, I was quite surprised and fell out of my, out of my ordinary realm because I'd never experienced something like this. And I have to direct this and I have to portray that this is a serious thing. So people actually are willing to give 
reasonable bids, like actually believe that this is going to happen. And I remember about 10 minutes after we started, I saw something over by the door that was somewhat uh, that was open, but there wasn't people. So I went over there and I realized there was a guy in a wheelchair trying to get in, but there was the automatic doors weren't working. So I ran, literally ran over there and opened the door. I was like, I am so sorry. I didn't see you over there. And he's like, no, thank you. And I shook his hand and introduced myself. And he goes, wow, you're the owner of this. And you actually ran to the door to help me in. And, you know, that made me feel really good. And this guy stayed for a long time. He asked a million questions. He was insanely invested in the business, looking at how we can cut costs and how we could be best productive with it. All the contractors had left 10 minutes ago. This guy stayed there and just made sure everything was, he, he understood the entire scope of the project. There was guys that left two, three minutes after they got there, and they're probably not going to take this bid very serious. This guy's going to. I, I believe I can trust his bid. And he was able to tell me very specific things about how he could be less than other people. And he seemed to have a really good relationship with the construction management guy. We went outside. He showed me his new car. I mean, we just, he gave a shit. And he probably never would have had he not seen me give a shit first. But you know what I was thinking in my head that entire time? The whole time I was thinking, as this guy, I'm getting him over to the group after this. I'm going, holy crap, this guy came here in a wheelchair. Like, if I, if, if I don't get this, if this doesn't go through, like, this guy spent all this time and uh, this effort. And, you know, this is really hard for him. I could, I could screw him up with this. And, like, he, he took all these steps to go there. Like, I felt like I had not earned my place to be there that I actually still I, in my head that I'm not going to achieve this, that it's not going to, that th something could fall any day. I could lose it all. And I still have that deep down into me, but I constantly have to shake that off and just remember that I can do this. I can drive forward. I can persist in this and I will succeed. That made me realize that it's those actions that do make me that person that I say, am I? That, that's, that's the evidence right there. That when I think that pe there's chosen people for business, you're damn right there is, and it's me. And that, that was a moment that let me, let me see that. And I hope you can say that about yourself. If you think that there's people out there that are better than you or who are more destined to be in business, believe that there is. There is people like that. There is people that are better than other people but you are one of those people. You're one of those people that are capable of achieving with this. Guys, the, the limiting factor for you is always going to be your goals. The size of your goal is literally your limiting factor. And I don't mean that in like an egotistical, like, you know, I, my, my, I can have anything in the world. It's you won't ask for that. You won't believe that. You are going to say, I can open up an automotive repair facility. But really, you could do anything you want. What is it that you really want? And if this is it, that drive and determination is going to get you there. It's not selfish. Your goals are probably too small today. A real entrepreneur, your job, what it should be every day, is expanding on those goals, making them harder to reach, constantly going after more. Because, you know, when I first started looking at opening automotive repair facilities, I remember going to look at some land and they told me it was going to be about a million dollars an acre for a piece of land. And I remember thinking, oh, oh man, holy crap. I can't, I can't ever touch that. That's too much money. I can't do this. And the more and more I familiarize myself with that, I realize it's not, it's, it's doable. And I know that might seem ridiculous to some people and some people on both sides, some people might say, yeah, a million dollars is nothing. Some people on this podcast that, that are listening to this might go, yeah, there's absolutely no way that's you, your privilege. You have access to money of that size. 
No, guys, there is ways of finding this money, of getting this money. There's investors, there's there's groups, there's business organizations, there's government programs that can help you get to that. And the more and more I read about that, the more and more I learned, I realized how attainable it was. And suddenly the conversation about a million dollars wasn't this unreachable thing. It was it was real life. It was it was completely possible. And it's because I keep on just raising those goals. The thing that makes you that person, that that person that that chosen one, you know, the one that you are wondering if you are, is you are going to continuously see those things and raise your goals higher and go after more to where now this project has several million dollars involved with the first location with revenues that could be in multiples of millions. And I've beforehand that seemed unrealistic for me to be able to handle or achieve and just a it's a down the road dream and then all of a sudden a year later it's completely different but every step of the way every bit of progress and determination and drive all started from that first day I started working with Connor to right now where I've got this guy named Kevin on my team who he takes that technology that I'd first started to understand and starts applying it and making it more consistent like building that team but determination and persistence. Ultimately, I had that goal the whole time. I was going to achieve my car track. How I got there was just a very strange avenue. And that drive and determination is what your job is. Set your goals as high as you can and just drive after it. You know, there's there's a Calvin Coolidge quote I want, a quote I want to share. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Now, that is a ton of truth right there. You've got to be able to go just off the top of your head, think of five businesses that you have no idea how they're in business because of how poorly they operate. Hell, you could probably think of industries like that. But you can be different if you are are driven and you're persistent to be the best you every single day and the best the, the going after that goal and just constant non, never ending pursuit after it your surroundings will start to be a part of that pursuit and all of a sudden you're going to be the most successful that you can be up until you achieve your goal. And if you're not constantly adding to that goal and you're not constantly chasing after it, you're never going to get better. So today, I have one job for you. I want you to think about all the wins you have. I want you to take five minutes right after this podcast and I want you to go and just sit. I mean, if you're driving and listening to this, Stop somewhere. Where where you get to when you stop, just sit there for five minutes. Set a timer on your phone, and I want you to think about where you are right now and that progress that got you there and where how, how far you've come and how are you going on your goal. Five minutes is all I'm asking for you to take and just appreciate that you are one of those people. You are one of those chosen chosen ones that you were – constantly asking yourself if you were one and give yourself the evidence and just look at all the positive things you have done and start focusing on that positivity because it's going to start coming out more and more and more as you get better and better at this. When you get done with that, 
I want you to go add to that list. Add to that list proving that you are one of those people that was chosen and that you can succeed. Go check one thing off that box. Go make a big step. Something you've been holding back. Something that you've been waiting for. Go do it. Because if you just start and you have the goal, that persistence and determination that you have will get you to where you are trying to be. Go out there. Kick some ass. Take five minutes. Start thinking about what you did positively right after this. And then go crush it. We'll be right back.